Are you conscious of your addiction? Refuse to be defined by it? Not satisfied with living your life on the surface? Are you drawn to deeper meaning and purpose? And believe that it's possible to grow through your addiction to experience true freedom? Well, welcome home. Share the journey from addiction to freedom with your host, Michael Gregory. Well, welcome back. Episode two from Addiction to Freedom. So Michael Gregory and Deborah. So let's get cracking, see where we end up. Yes. Let's get this started, Michael. Michael, you know, I really want to ask you this question is how did you embark on this journey from addiction to freedom? Like when did it come about? Well, as I think I mentioned last time, you know, I've been helping people with addiction for a long time, particularly you know, smoking addiction, which is obviously one of the hardest things to deal with. And I was thinking of applying the same method to all different addictions. And then I realized there are already hundreds, if not thousands of people already addressing each of those specific addictions. And, you know, it's a bit like, you know, a tree, you know, you could, if the leaves have a problem, you can try and help every individual leaf. And that's important. I'm not saying it's not. Or you can try and just go straight to the heart of it and help the trunk or the soil, let's say. So the way I see it is that, see, people often think that the common view, I guess, tell me if I'm wrong, is that people who have an addiction are the minority and they've got a problem. (laughs) Whereas I see it the opposite. I think we've all got addiction and we've all got a problem. And if I can explain that even clearer, so imagine like a triangle, mm-hmm. right? And at the bottom of the triangle, you've got, let's say, the more obvious addictions, what society would call an obvious addiction, like a substance addiction, alcohol, cigarettes, drugs, pornography, things that, you know, I guess the ones that appear to be more damaging to other people, right? And then let's say going up the triangle to the next level, you've got, let's say, emotional addictions, let's say like worry, jealousy, anger, resentment. I mean, I call them all addictions because it's the way I understand it and there's a lack of freedom there. And then going up further, you've got mental addictions, let's say, well, mental addiction could be worry, but other things like negative thinking or being overly optimistic or not turning blind eye, not being able to see the obvious problem. You know, always trying to see the whitewash the problem, let's say, or just getting stuck in a, a kind of a thinking loop and, and not really like being quite fixed and not being able to look outside of your standard view, let's say. And then right at the top, the apex, which I would flip it up and I'd say that's the core, would be you know, identity addiction. So as soon as I say that, what do you think of identity addiction? Ego. Yeah. But even just like social media, right? Right. Like everyone is addicted. Well, not everyone, but a lot of people are addicted to their self-image. But that's just one aspect of it. Like, But let's take away social media. We're already addicted to our identity as an individual self since the beginning of time. Which, like you said, you know, it's, we identify with our, our ego as our individual self 
And we preference that over everybody else and everything else. And everything is that's that becomes the reference point of everything every that we do, all our motivation. So that's an addiction. And I think it's an addiction to something that's a delusion. It's and, and I say delusion because satisfying that, we might think that that's going to make us happy, but that's never satisfied because that in itself, it's not what we think it is. Like we're identifying with that as if that's us, you know, our memory, our history, our likes, our dislike, our body, our dreams and visions, our preferences, but as if that is us, that's the sum of us, right? What else is there that's us? Like, is there more? Can you think of what else we would say is me? I guess it'd be nice to know that we are not just who we are right this moment, that we can be free from that and change. Of all those things? Yes. Yeah, like free from our history, free from our likes and dislikes, mm. our habitual behaviours. And our fears of the future, yeah. Would you say people are addicted to fear? Yeah. Well, I mean, fears are, I guess, a response to a kind of a an addiction to creating negative fantasies about the future. Because mm-hmm. then you get the fear in the present, the emo- that that feeling in the present. But that's a response to an imaginary future that we think is negative. So that's more of an imagination, you know, whereas the the, the emotion, fear, is like, oh, no, I don't want that. (laughs) I don't want that negative fantasy. And, yes, I do think that we have this addiction to creating those to make us somehow feel like everything's going to be okay or avoid the thing that's not going to make us okay. But all of that is centred around this, you know, what we say is, my identity, me. And um, I think if we really look at that, we realise that all of those strategies are flawed. They're not going to make us happy. Because it sounds like there are a lot of addictions we're dealing with here. Yeah, well, I think if, we, if, you, if you go for the heart, the root, take it out by the root, then all of those other, like let's say there's a triangle, if you go for the, mm-hmm. the identity addiction then all these other ones will get solved at the same time. And, in fact, to solve some of these other ones, you need to start to address some of that identity addiction as well. And that's what I was seeing in my clients. And I I noticed that there weren't that many people addressing this as an addiction. So you actually saw this firsthand in your clients. You were helping to eliminate smoking. Yeah, and in me. And in yourself. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, because like I have that addiction too, mm-hmm. but I guess it's, it doesn't have as strong a hold on me as it used to, but it's still there. And um, so I'm just, you know, I'm on the journey from addiction to freedom, and and that uh, I want to share that with others. At what point did you realise that that is what you really wanted to do? Well, it's really quite of recent this year, mm-hmm. because I was, I was at the point where, I been helping people with addiction for 10 years and 
that was becoming fairly clockwork. There weren't really new issues coming up. You know, I knew that if I could talk to someone, their craving would disappear. I'd just get them to do something correctly. And so, and I knew that there was more extension for this and also that, like, we have a responsibility to not, you know, if you've got something that's going to help a lot of people, I feel like there's a responsibility to share that, you know, and, and we have, you know, amazing time. Like, you know, everyone is now familiar with the online world thanks to COVID mm-hmm. and maybe, you know, it's a special time in a way. I think we're more self-reflective, I think. So you see this as an opportunity to reach out even further? Yeah, I just think that if we can all have a conversation about this, then everyone in their life will start to have that conversation or they'll start to see things perhaps in a different light. And, and I, th- I really think that that will help. So in a sense, it's, a, it's, an, it's an addition to all the other solutions for all the different addictions. It's not, you know, this or that, you know, either or. It, this is an additional support. So in upcoming episodes, will you be sharing how you've been using your own techniques to help yourself on this journey? Sure. That would be really interesting. Um, yeah. Interesting to hear how, yeah how you use these tools or techniques in your own daily life and how you got to where you're at now. Yeah. Because you seem like a very calm, chilled (laughs) person. (laughs) Do you meditate? Yeah. I mean, there's lots of words for that. Pray, meditate. Prayer tends to be with words. Mm -hmm. But at a certain point, words you know, in concepts and at a certain point, you know, that stops and comes back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but the deeper awareness is when concepts are on the periphery and um, we get a deeper sense of exactly what we are. Well, when I say exactly, that's probably the wrong word because there is no boundary to it. So it's hard to say that exact. But, yeah. I think it's actually really helps everything. And you mentioned about you feel like, you know, you need to help as many people as you can because you found something that works and you're trying to reach out. Can you tell me a little bit more about that? Well, I know you're just asking a question Mm -hmm. in the best way possible, but I just want to, so there's no misunderstanding, Mm -hmm. kind of reframe that. Go ahead. (laughs) yeah I'm just trying to be respectful (laughs) the thing is I don't feel like I found anything it's more that I stopped hanging on to some things habitually Mm -hmm. because what's present is already there already here and um, I think first of all just by having conversations Mm -hmm. so it's not something that you can actually build up like a set of skills I mean there is I guess there's skill but you can't, it's not like A plus B equals C. You know, you don't arrive at a, you know, a logical conclusion because that's using the conceptual mind. It's more about just allowing stillness and noticing when you move away 
well, noticing the busyness for starters and as contrasted to stillness and what's the difference. And then as you keep on, very simply, as you keep on noticing that, you become more still. And then when you become more still, then you notice what is already there more. You know, and I don't know what the end of that is, just being super honest. Yeah. And it's also not something that I experience all the time. So I'm just being really transparent. Mm-hmm. But I, I, that's why I, I'm looking at this as a conversation, a shared journey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which you can participate in. <laughs> I'd love to. <laughs> I'll come on this journey with you. Sounds yeah. good. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Well, thank you for explaining all that. Yeah. No, well, thank you for kind of prompting me to give a bit of structure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.